Hey everybody, God bless you. This is Pastor Jonathan with Church of Jubilee. Welcome to the Church of Jubilee podcast. I pray that you are blessed tremendously by today's word and that it may just continue to sow a seed of the Spirit of God to move within you. You know, in the first Chronicles, the book of First Chronicles, chapter 4, verses 9 through 10, we read about a prayer, a two-verse prayer from a man named Yabetz. And, uh, you know, Yabetz had an interesting start because his start of coming into this world was that his mother had had tons of pain. She bore him in pain and named him after that. She had named him because I bore him in pain. And But, you know, something happens along the lines as he continues to grow and as he can finally get to the point where he reaches out to the master, to the God of Israel, and he prays a prayer that is a powerful prayer. And he prays it that he would bless, that God would bless him indeed, and that he would enlarge his territory. And I believe that God in that moment understood that Yabetz didn't want to be what he was being defined as from the world or from anyone else. He wanted to be blessed in a way where he knew that God was going to give him a fresh and brand new start to be able to be blessed, to be able to have the territory, and to be able to move forward and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, at that time, the God of Israel. I pray that this week's message may bless you, that it may encourage you, and that you may be Uh, encouraged just to move forward in the Word of God and in your spiritual walk with Christ. Enlarge your territory. Ask God to increase your territory so that you can speak to others about God, so that you can proclaim the the blessings that God is doing in your life. And as always, be specific the way Yabetz was. He knew what he was praying. He was confident and he believed in the Almighty God of Israel, who is today our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you. I pray you are blessed. Enjoy this. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share the message. God bless you. This is Pastor Jonathan. To the book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 4, verses 9 through 10. The book of Chronicles, chapter 4, verses 9 through 10. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. You can keep playing, sister. That's fine, man. The book of 1 Chronicles chapter 4 verses 9 through 10 when you have it say amen all right we got quite a bit of people good good let's read and the name of this this person that we're going to be reading about is named Yabetz okay it's Hebrew Yabetz most people would say Jabez or Habez but it's Yabetz just so you all know when I'm referring to that so let's read verse 9 now Yabetz was more honorable everybody say honorable than his brothers And his mother called his name Yabet, saying, because I bore him in pain. Everybody say pain. And Yabet called on God of the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from every evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested hallelujah i want you to look i'm just within yourself say enlarge my territory today god you may have your seats giving glory to god thank you sister enlarge my territory hallelujah we're reading about a certain individual that you must know has a name that represents probably the worst thing you can think about when you think about your own emotions. 
And guess what that is? Pain. Hallelujah. This young man's name, well, if he was a young man, this man's name was Yabetz. And it was a name given to him by his mother. And it signified because I bore him in pain. The last time I remember, you and I were, you and I were raised with a name. And most of our parents had a purpose in the name. You, you wouldn't want to name your pain uh, your, your, your name, you wouldn't want to name your name anything having to do with, uh, you know, a curse or a certain pain or, or, or you know, you want to give them a good name, amen? Uh, you know, that's what my mom and my dad, if you ever ask them the story of what happened, they were, they tell you that they named me Jonathan because they felt that the Lord had given uh, me to them. It was given by God, right? And, and that is a name that signifies my name. My, uh, you know, many of our children's names have significance in the Bible. But can you imagine just for a moment, if you would, that there was a, there was a man named Yabetz, and his name represented pain. So when anytime somebody thought of Yabetz, they think, oh, yeah, the guy whose name represents pain. I don't know about you, but I never want to be represented in any kind of pain, amen? Much less have to go through it. But the word of God speaks about this. And, the, and the, listen to this. The book, the writer of First Chronicles stops the lineage. Before, if you read the scripts before, he's talking about the sons and the, and the lineage of Judah, the family of Judah. But if you notice that, what, what happens is that, that this, 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 this writer here, he comes to the special point where he stops everything and he says, but... Now, Yabetz was more honorable than his brothers and mother. Amen? So what's happening here is that we are understanding that he was, he, the writer stops and says that he is an honorable man. Think about this for a moment. you got somebody writing a big old long chapter, and, and, and you're writing down the names of everybody who's you know, been in the lineage, who's alive. This guy belongs to this dad. This dad is the father. This is the father of this person, the grandfather, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then he stops everything, and he says, now Yabetz was more honorable than everyone else. You want to talk about having purpose in your life? You must understand that God, when God has you set aside, he sets you aside for something great. Amen? And no matter what the story is before or the story is right now at the time, there's a story that's being written after. A story that's coming that's going to, hasn't passed yet, but it will come. And this is what we find your bets. And according to the dictionary, Honorable, which is the word they use in the New King James Version, it means to be characterized with principles of honor. Having honor, being upright, of high rank, of dignity, distinction, noble, worthy of honor and high respect. Why would a writer stop everything he does and he, as he's writing to, set, to put in two main verses of a man whose name represented pain. Why would this be the case? Hallelujah. Because when God has a calling upon your name, it is yours and it is yours to keep. Hallelujah. No one else can take it. Brother Raul, I believe that God has something great for you. That in time, God is going to keep moving in your life. And your name that was Raul back in your days is no longer going to be your name in your future. Amen. I say this all the time. That your past does not determine your future. It's the same way with Yabetz. But he understood one thing, that he was honorable because he loved the Lord. Hallelujah. And he cried out to the Lord. 
He cried out. He said, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Means, oh, my God, that you would bless me without a doubt, God. I'm asking you to bless me because my name represents something else. It represents an ugly torture of pain. And my mom, you know, remembers me from that. But you, God, remember me for the good things. Hallelujah. But how many of you know that sometimes in our life, there are some painful moments. You can think about them because they're coming to your mind right now. You know those painful moments that hurt you beyond hurt. Hallelujah. Where you were hurt so much with somebody or something or some situation. And, and out of that birthing, out of that hardcore pain, birth a blessing. I can tell you my wife and I, after we had our first miscarriage, and she was very devastated. But the Lord gave us twins. Come on now. If God can do something, he will change the way, the approach of what the enemy has set up against you. You see, Yabetz wasn't satisfied with just being a, a, a man that was known for just being honorable. He knew that he had to call upon the Lord to receive a different outcome of what he was instructed to receive. Hallelujah. Amen? Some of us have gone through some pains in our life, and it's put us in the place that we are today. Thank God for his grace and mercy that we're still breathing today, that we can, still, we can even sit here and say, man, God has brought me a long way. Because I should have been dead, or I should have been strung out somewhere, or I should have been involved in some kind of sexual issue that would have given me an STD that would have destroyed my life. But God saw a fit that said, no, 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 Jonathan, I know you have a past. And I know that that was back when you did whatever you did. But I got a different calling for you. You hear that? If you come to me, God says, I will honor and I will make you an honorable man. But how many of you recognize that no matter where we have come, God always has the last word? Amen. Can I get some witnesses to testify to that? That even when people thought you were done, they put you away, they thought you were never going to be anything. God says, hey, you want to know who my new servant is? It's the guy you threw away. <laughs> it's the guy you threw away. The guy you didn't believe in. The woman you didn't believe in. You said she couldn't preach. There's my aunt. My, I'll give you testimony. My aunt is bringing forth word. It took a lot of obstacles she had to go through. Her name is Sarah. And she took a lot of obstacles. And everybody, because of her past and because she was divorced, and we looked down upon her and said, she's never going to be able to really be anything besides a sister in the church. But God is doing things differently. Hallelujah. And God changed her, her, her name around to represent something than the past was different. This is why we always say in our church that God is greater. God is greater, church. Listen to what I'm saying. God is greater. There is no man, no earthly thing, no demon in hell, nothing that can separate you from the love of God. You know why? Because the greater is he is the God that lives in you than he that is in the world. We need people to start enlarging their territory. Increasing the territory. Hallelujah. This is my preaching today. It's called enlarge my territory. Because for so long, we have people that are living in our, on our territory. Not even people. We have spirits and demons that think they own the rights to our territory. But I know that Jubilee has come to be different. Hallelujah. I know that Jubilee says, look, Satan, you may have thought you were, you know, a, a, a person that's going to be living in my territory. But you got to go. You have to go. 
you got to get out of my past. you got to get out of my future. And you definitely can't hang out, you know, right now in this moment because I ain't got time for you. So guess what? Here's your eviction notice. It's called the precious blood of Jesus. And you need to get out of my territory. Hallelujah. And, and then, then we go to God and say, God, enlarge my territory. Increase my blessings, God. Increase my offerings, God. Increase what I have, God, so that you can increase in me. Because the more property you have, the more you can honor God with it. Did you catch that? The more that you have, the more money you make, the more you have materialistic. Praise God for it because you can honor God with it. I praise God for my truck, my Ram truck out there. It, it costs a lot of money, okay, and I'm not saying that I'm rich. But I thank God for it because it served the purpose of bringing forth these instruments every single Sunday for about a year and a half. And I ask God, enlarge my territory, God. Whatever it is, God, if you have to give me a, a four-cylinder, give me a four-cylinder. That's okay, as long as I can carry my children in there. But I would like a bigger vehicle because I can take someone else if they need a ride. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. But you see, the Lord always has his eye on the sparrow, which means when they say that and that sings that song, which means he always has his eye on those that don't think he has his eye on them. Those, that one person that you've already written off that you think will never, ever be anything in their lives, guess what? God has a plan for them. Do you know that? He doesn't need your permission to have a plan for them. And that's what Yabetz understood. He said, God, the world already thinks I'm a painful person. The world, I'm already cursed because the moment I was born, my mom named me a name that is a cursed name. But I tell you what, God, I know where my strength comes from, God. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry out to my Jesus. I'm going to cry out to my God of Israel saying, oh, Lord, that you would bless me indeed without a doubt. And that you would enlarge my territory and that your hand, this is this that your hand would be with me I cannot do it by myself I've never claimed to do it by myself if God isn't plugged into my body if he isn't plugged into my hand I cannot do it that's the way it works because you are nothing without God in your life hallelujah but oh that you would bless me indeed that was your best prayer Oh, that you would bless me indeed, enlarge my territory. That your hand would be with me. And this, guess what he says next? That you would keep me from evil. Listen to what he does. He says, God of Israel, he gives praise. Amen? Because praise is where you're going to be delivered. You see, you don't have to always feel excited to praise. But through your praise, the deliverance process starts. This is why when you come to church, you lift up your hands and you say, hallelujah, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Not because, oh, pastor says to lift my hands. I got to lift my hands. Uh, Brother Andrew, pastor says to lift your hands. You got to lift your hands. That's not what it's about. It's about coming and saying, although my body feels horrible, although I feel like I'm tired, although I feel a little weird because the room's a little weird, or I feel a little squished because I'm used to the Marriott in the big old space, it doesn't matter what I feel. I'm going to give my praise to God. So your bet starts off with the praise. And then the second thing he says is he says, oh, that you would bless me. He says, he makes a declaration, oh, God, just bless me, God. And then he gets specific and he says, and enlarge my territory, God. In other words, he wasn't just guessing or doubting. He knew exactly what he wanted from God. Do you know what you want from God? 
Some of us are walking around asking God, well, bless me, bless me. God's like, well, what do you want me to bless you with? Come on, I'm your father. Give me, tell me what you want. Well, I want you to bless me. Okay, how do you want me to bless you? Well, somehow, some way, be specific. But the, get this. He says, enlarge my territory that your hand will be with me. Which means the next part of the prayer that comes is that your hand is with me. Which means, God, let it be your will that this is to happen. It's his will that he was seeking at that moment because he wanted his hand to be with him. You catching that? I'm giving you a prayer. Two verses. That's all. That's it. Two verses. And there's so much information that we have to take from this. Hallelujah. He says that your hand would be with me. And then he asks for protection. He says that you would keep me from evil so that I may not cause pain. What, he, what Yabetz was saying is, so that you can keep me from doing my own thing. Because in my own thing, I cause pain myself. Hallelujah. If I follow my own ways, I make a mess out of everything. If I try to do it my own way, I'm more lonelier than I started when I didn't have you. Hallelujah. That's what Yabetz was understanding. He said, he, he made it very clear. He said, that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. And the beautiful thing about God... <laughs> Jesus, he, man, he loves us so much that he granted him the request. Here's a man that was nobody of importance besides he was in the family of the kings of Judah. That's it. Okay? He was no one else. But the writer says he knew how to capture God's attention because he prayed that prayer. And he stops and he goes over those two verses of, Je of Yabet's prayer. Hallelujah. You see, Yabetz knew how to go to his rock and his protector. That's why. He knew his fortress. He knew that, that, you know what? My story has yet to be written. God, and if you can use me for anything, enlarge your territory within me so that you can manifest your glory in me. So that at the end of the day, you can receive all the honor and glory for putting me in a position to be able to do so. Hallelujah. Some of us come with the reputation of man and woman. We have a, represent, a, represent, uh, a reputation. We have a painful and powerful, a, a, a sorrowful, sorry, reputation. And, and, you know, depending on who you ask about us, they'll tell you a story about us, about our past. Because they ain't got nothing for the future. Because only God has the future. They can't talk about the current because they're not in your life right now. But all they dwell on is the past. And what you did, and how come you, and how it's not right, and you didn't make things right, and you didn't do it right, and everything. The fact that you're standing here today means that God's not done writing your story. Hallelujah. The fact that you're sitting in here listening to the word of God means that God is not done with you. But he needs a yabetz to grab up in the moment and say, God, will you bless me indeed, God? Hallelujah. Will you shed your mercy and grace upon me? Will you enlarge my territory? Will you increase it, God? Not because I want to be greedy, God. Not because I want to do things my way. But because I want to honor you with what I have. It's not about me, God. It never has been about me. Hallelujah. And it never will be about me. Hallelujah. To have mercy upon us and to, to smear with the enemy, you know, what he was trying to do. God said, give me that pen. Give me that pencil. I'm going to start erasing everything the enemy had here. Yeah, your name was pain and whatever, but I'm going to give you a new name today. And man and woman will now know you as Yabetz, the one who prayed to God and God heard. The one whose, whose outcome was different from the beginning. Hallelujah. If you're not hearing me today, you need to just listen a little bit more because God is speaking to you today. 
He's not done with you. Maybe people have made you feel worse. Maybe even us in the church have made you feel at one point in time that, you, you, that you, you know, it happens. We say things. We hurt people. But God is different. Don't please man. Please God. If you can please God in the process, you'll please man. And if they're not happy, guess what they get? I do. Take it up to Jesus. He's the one that's giving you the orders. Amen. This is why I can come up here confidently and preach the word of God because I'm like, look, I'm going to preach what the Lord has given me. If there's an issue, talk to my boss, <laughs> you know, talk to my God. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge, increase it, God. Let me share with everyone about how you changed my life around. Hallelujah. Because that's a testimony. You see, many of us in here have a testimony, even pastor. You'd be surprised. We have a testimony. You know why we have a testimony? To testify of God's mercy and grace. That God, you go to somebody and say, look, I, look, just forget about everything right now. Just listen to me. God's not done with you. God's not done with you. And brother and sister, I'm going to pray that God increase your territory, that it gives you more acres in your land, in your spiritual land, so that you can invite more people to come over into your land, so that you can begin to testify to them, so you begin, so that these chairs can start filling up. I told my wife, I, I want to get to the point where we're so crowded in here, because that's a good problem to have. Amen? That means we're doing something right. But what are you doing in your territory? Have you, have you evicted the people that are in there? Those spirits and demons that are in your territory? Have you told Satan, hey, you got to get out of here already. God gave me this. I own it. Look at my name. It's right here. It's written right here. You have no right on my territory. You're, 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 what are you doing? Hallelujah. The territory is already yours. It's yours already. It's been given to you. It's been assigned to you. This is the promised territory of the idea that God spoke in his prayer. That whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What shall be bound in heaven shall be bound on earth. That's the principle. Which means in your territory that God has given you, he says, you have full dominion over your territory. You have every authority that comes in the name of Jesus. You have the right to go over there and pray for people. You don't have to necessarily be some kind of minister or ordained or whatever. You can go pray for people in the name of Jesus and believe it and they'll be healed that's the authority in the name of Jesus if you don't step in but let me tell you something this is something crucial if you don't step into the territory that God has given you guess what happens exactly you get occupants you get uninvited guests and visitors that want to camp out in your little territory there and they want to slowly push you out and slowly influence you that that's not yours and you're worthless and you're not going to get anything and you can't make it and, and you're not good for nothing and they're talking about you all the time and, 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 and you know, they, you look at them and they're, you know, they're laughing at you and, and blah, 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 blah. Because you haven't taken dominion in your territory. Because you haven't served these spirits and these, 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 uh, in these problems, you haven't served them an eviction notice. It's your territory. But those occupants, if you don't fill up your land with the things of God and people in your life that, are, uh, that, you know, that you're going to testify to, the enemy will rob you of your, of your space. And before you know it, you're in a little corner over here all like, 
I can't feel like I can't breathe, God. God, where are you? When he's giving you like five acres. Enlarge my territory, though. It's a prayer that's big. And, it, you know, Yabetz was honorable, which means he came to God with the right heart. You know what heart that was? I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm nothing. My name is, represents pain, God. People think of me when they think of Yabetz, my name, they think of pain. But I come to you, God, with nothing but myself. Nothing but my problems. Nothing but what people say about me. Hallelujah. But the first step for you to, for, to enlarge your territory is that you must step into the territory. You must step into what God has given you and said, I know you got a purpose for me, God. And yes, I've struggled. Yes, I've had a hard time. Yes, things aren't going right in my life. But guess what? It's time to step in and knock on the door and say, whatever you are, whoever you are, step out of my life. If you don't honor God, step out of my life. If you don't want to receive what God has for you, step out of my life. It's time that we begin to pray like Yabetz. Enlarge our territory. Be specific with God. Ask for his will, but be specific on what you need in your life. As long as in some way or some manner it brings glory to God and it's in God's will, he will honor it. I'm not saying you start praying for the lottery, okay? Because even though we're honest and we're like, oh, I would build a big church and, oh, no, I'd give my tithes and I'd get, I would buy every brother a car and all that. The reality is you get that money, you can barely handle $100. <laughs> we can barely handle $100 and we're already all, oh, no, no, I've got to keep this money, you know. $10? <sighs> okay, $10, use it already. <laughs> we want to we win the lottery. Come on now. You know, it's not going to happen. We, we will change in a heartbeat. But it's about time that we really come to God and say, Lord, teach me to use my outside relationships to produce seeds of hope in someone. That when I invite someone onto my land, God, they feel peace. They feel the love of God. And they begin to, and I, I can sow and plant seeds that, that they're able to see and harvest. Hallelujah. Because that's what it really comes down to. Salvation. God, that when they come into my territory, they see this big old pillar, that uh, a cloud of smoke that represents you, God. And that they, oh, what is that? Well, that's my God. But what does he do? <laughs> Let me tell you. Let's talk. Let's talk. Give me just a few moments of your time. I will tell you about a God who loves. A God who's a lion and a God who's a lamb. But a God that doesn't give up on you. God, increase my influence so that when I speak, I speak a Christ-like image and not according to man's image. You see, we, we need to get in touch with God. We need to get in touch and pray like Yabetz did. We need to just understand. By the way, you should highlight that, those two scriptures and, and just study on them. Just study on them. I think it's important for you just to study on those. Enlarge my territory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Can we go get the children? There are moments when God will place you in a unique situation. Hallelujah. 
There are times that he will place you in a unique situation that, that determines your ability to pray through. He wants to know, what are you going to do, child? You're in a problem. You're in a trial. You know, maybe you're going through some things with your marriage. Maybe you're going through some things with some family members. Maybe your job isn't what it needs to be. Maybe you're going through something with your individual fathers, mothers, sisters, brothers. And he says, how will you respond? What are you going to do with the territory that I've given you? Are you going to pray like your bets? Are you going to be honorable and come to me and say, God, I've tried my way, but it doesn't work. Hallelujah. It's time, church. It's time that we ask to increase and enlarge our territory. Because in the end, God granted Yabetz the prayer. And he said, so God granted him what he requested. What you have been praying to God about, God knows. And in the deepest part of your spirit, in the deepest part of your hearts, you may think that God doesn't hear you, but he does. He does. I'm a living testimony of that. Hallelujah. That it had to take me to cry out for mercy so that God can break something that the enemy had a hold on me. I had to come and be honorable before God, which means not be prideful, which means I came to God and said, God, I got a problem. And I need a God to deliver me from that. And God, there is no one else that I would have. Because God, I just ask that you bless me indeed, God. That you change my, my future. Change what's being written about me, God. Let us stand. You have to take dominion in your territory. When you come to pray... You need to speak to whatever has set itself up in your life. Whatever has a little campfire going there. It could be depression. It could be sickness. It could be discouragement. It could be, I mean, there's so many things only you and God know. But it's time that you get it out. Because the only way the Lord is going to continue to enlarge your territory is if you get those people out, those spirits out, and you make room for more territory. Hallelujah. You have to get rid of you and the pride and everything else that's inside and, and all that hurt and pain and shame. And you got to get it to God and say, God, get this out of the way. Get these, these, these bad things off of my territory so that you can give me more so I can start using this for your honor and glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Isn't he? Let's give God a round of applause right now. Come on. Tell him thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank him for the miracle that he's done in your life. Hallelujah. And let me tell you that for those that are waiting for the miracle, give thanks to God for the territory that he's going to increase in your life for the miracle. Hallelujah. You see, I'm a crazy pastor that thinks like that. I believe that if we pray for somebody and they need healing, God can do it. Hallelujah. You can call me crazy all day. My Bible says that in my name they shall cast out devils. In my name that we shall tread upon the serpents. And that who we lay hands on shall be healed in the name of Jesus. That's the God that I serve.
Who is God that you serve? Because that's the real truth right there. Hallelujah. Is Yabet knew who his God was. And he said, I know that there is a God of Israel that is willing to listen to one man's prayer amongst the family of kings that are written in here. He stopped to listen to one man's prayer because it caught his attention. Hallelujah. Because it caught his eye. God's not asking you to come to the, the altar when you pray and our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh, you know, 10,000 Hail Marys and, and another uh, hallelujahs, gracias a Dios. All God wants you to be is you. Just come and say, God, here, let me start telling you about what I'm going through. This is how I feel. This is what people have been telling me. This is what people think of me. This is what I've been struggling with. Here's what I've been messing up on, God. I've been messing up on this. I struggle with this. You bring it to God and God says, I'm listening. Keep going. Keep going. Now it's time to enlarge your territory. I will move those things out of the way, says the Lord. And I will place new occupants in the land that you can minister and reflect the glory of God to. Hallelujah, Jesus. I told you, I, I, I was excited to pray. And this, I mean, I, I mean, just to bring forth the word. I believe that God is just speaking to his church. He spoke to me and he continues to speak to me. And uh, hallelujah, Jesus. I just thank God. And I think, I just want to say something. I thank God for each of you today. You know why? Because your God was greater today. Because probably on the way up here, I'm sure, you ran into traffic. I'm sure your spirit told you, we're not going to make it on time. Pastor's going to get mad at me. Don't even make it. Don't even make it. No, we got to make it. And you won the battle because you're here today. I'm sure some of you don't have enough, you know, maybe money to, for gas. That was a long trip. But God honors it. God honors it. Hallelujah. Because that's who God is. That's who God is. He loves you. And he loves when you come and you say, God, I'm not perfect, God. God, I've been so mean to the people of God. Or God, I've talked so bad about people. And you tell God this. God, I treated people so bad. Or God, I treated the ones I love worse than I treat the people I work with. The Lord spoke to me a while back. He says, you treat your coworkers better than you treat your family. Uh, that, was, that's, that was so deep to me. You treat them better than you treat your the people that love you. Your work will pass. But your family will still be there with you. But yet you treat them better, your work, coworkers. Yet your kids and your, and your wife and your family get the, uh, the, the wrong end of things. Because you're too prideful sometimes. Maybe you may not be going through a struggle that I went through at one point in my life. But I know God is moving in your heart. And he's, he's touching your heart like this. Real gently. And you're feeling it already. And that's good. Because when you come up here to pray, I want you to pray to God. To enlarge your territory. To remove the occupants. To tell and say, enough is enough. I'm tired of living this way.